Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara with Cannon Girl Speaks Podcast, and I am so excited to be here on tonight. Um, I do have some very special guests on tonight. Um, I have um, Dr. Frost, and she is via the phone, and so I'm excited that we were, we're, we're introducing a new uh, method on tonight on Cannon Girl Speaks. And then I have Kaylee Blaine, and she is a, a parent here in Corsicana. She has three kids in our school district, mm-hmm. and she is also the aqu- sports and aquatics, sports, yes. the sports and aquatics director at the YMCA. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have her talk about um, things that she's doing in our community. And I wanted to bring Dr. Frost on tonight because, um, as everybody knows, uh, we are in a state of crisis here in our in our state, we're in our community, in our nation. And um, it's all about uh, what's going on with the coronavirus. coronavirus. And I wanted to bring, bring Dr. Frost on because I wanted her to talk to our community and our, to our parents um, about um, how we can get through this crisis um, as a community, as, um, uh, as parents, and to help our young people get through this because we know um, it's only going to be short term. You know, we, we, we can weather this storm. We've, we've done it um, with um, what um, Hurricane Katrina. We've got done, done it through a lot of other crises. And so, Dr. Frost, um, if you can, um, I just want you to just kind of introduce, you know, everybody knows, everybody may not know who you are, but just introduce yourself and how long you've been with our school district and um, just go ahead and go into that. So without further ado, I want to introduce my, the audience to Dr. Frost, Diane Frost. Well, I just want to thank you for having me um, as part of the podcast tonight. I've been in Corsicana. This is my 10th year as superintendent here. And over 10 years, I've gotten to know this community really well. And I feel like that it is one of the most loving and generous communities I've ever had the opportunity to know. So what I know for sure is that we, we come together and we support each other and that we are kind to each other and we do the things that we need not just as a school district for our students but um, for each other as just citizens of the world so i feel um, like that we're in a a time that's very challenging but i am not um, i'm not worried i'm not scared Um, i just want to make sure that the school district does everything we possibly can to make this situation um, as easy as we can for our parents and for our children. And so in looking at the, the entire situation, what we did as a district was to set priorities. And so I hope that people have seen, if you haven't, please look at the CISD webpage, CISD.org. The first thing that we wanted to do as a district was to make sure that our children who need to have food, who count the school district for their breakfast and their lunch each day, um, continue to be served and so beginning on Tuesday we started and we started serving lunches and breakfast and we had um, 15 sites across our community um, all the schools and then other sites um, like the, uh, the Travis building um, so that we tried to put a place where our students could walk if they needed to from their homes that wouldn't be far from people's homes and so we tried to be very strategic in where we put those locations. So it'll be continuing um, every day that we're out. And so tomorrow, if you um, and your children need to go and get breakfast and lunch, please look at the website. Or if you don't, I mean, if you don't know, you can put something on my face, my superintendent Facebook page, and I'll be glad to share that with you if you can't find it or don't, you know, have access to um, the technology to look it up. 
But that was number one for us because we know that it's very important that our children, um, that, that they have nutritious food. And we wanted second to make sure that they still have learning opportunities. So our curriculum department works really hard. And last night, about between 1 and 2 a.m., they were pushing out um, and, and posting um, opportunities, links, and just simple activities um, that children can do so they continue learning at home. So one of the most important things that parents can do at this point, because I know that parents are not trained teachers, and so a lot of them wonder, what do we do, um, is not stress out about this. Um, our, our children have had great instruction from wonderful teachers uh, for this part of the school year. We want to continue their learning, but parents don't have to worry about that. It is important, however, that the children have some structure. Children look for structure, they need structure in their lives, and that in includes our um, high school students as well. So set some time aside each day and try to read a book, try to do some of the activities that the district has posted and has made um, accessible electronically. If you don't have internet or wireless capability, we, are, we have made um, lots of copies of um, paper pencil activities. It's really the same as what's electronic, except it's paper pencil and we just printed out copies for our children and we'll be distributing those um, at the uh, breakfast and lunch site tomorrow as well. So we wanted to not stress our parents out, not stress our kids out, but still provide some learning activities and just encourage our parents to set some structure um, in their child's day. Um, with also allowing them, eventually it will stop raining, I'm pretty sure, to go outside and play and enjoy this time um, as children as well. All right, so um, Dr. Frost, so um, you talked about um, if parents don't have the resources, um, what about like um, books? You know, I know um, some, you know, some parents are limited on having actual books at home, so can you give us some idea? Um, some ideas on what they can do as far as, you know, we want our kids to read at home. Is there anything that you can help them, you know, any, anything that they may have at home that they can utilize to help them read at home? Sure, of course. Um, and that's another thing that we talked about. You know, we have with our, um, our textbooks, um, our adop textbook adoptions, children have in their desk at school books and they have um, workbooks and that sort of thing. So we're going to um, ask parents to let us know if they want to get those things from their children and have those at home. We're going to have our um, resources that are set up with our um, breakfast and lunch um, to make some books available to children. And if parents want to ask us to, like, let's say that um, your teacher is Ms. Wiley and you know that um, the child has a workbook that they could use. Um, to develop their English skills, we can go in and get those, and that's one of the things that we're going to be working on is getting those resources into the homes for our kids. Um, we don't know how long we're going to be out, but we know that when our children and parents are coming up and we're talking to them, you know, the kids are saying things to us like, oh, I'm just going to school and I want to be in school, so they want to learn. So that's just a next step for us is to get resources into our parents' hands that they can use for reading and that sort of thing. Um, we also talked about, um, I don't know if you remember, we did um, bedtime stories for tigers when we had different people reading aloud and they were on, I think it was Tuesday nights at a certain time. So we want to um, just 
to kind of like a podcast, except it would be a video, yes. and just live stream some of our staff reading books to children so they can have access that way as well. Okay. So um, so can you tell the parents um, to where they can find that, find the, you know, best, the right information regarding you know the you know the you know when school is going to start you know because sometimes people rely on the so, you know they do rely on social media but we want to make sure that they get the right information from the right sources so please tell them right. you know where to get the right information that way it won't be rumor mills or you know they heard it here or at the grocery store but where's where where can parents go to get the right correct information regarding the school district Parents can always look at CISD.org because we post everything. Um, also, CISD has a Facebook account. And we post a great deal of information on Facebook. So through that Corsicana C logo and where it, it comes from, the business, you'll know that that is the accurate information. Um, I have um, a Christian Adventure page and I also tweet a great deal on trying to get information out that way. So if you look and see the Port of you'll know that you're getting information straight from the district. Okay. So, Dr. Frost, is, is there anything else you want to leave um, with the listening audience before um, um, before you end, end your um, talk with us? Is, it, is there I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Is there anything else you want to leave with, with the listening audience um, before, we, before you leave us um, on this conversation? Is there anything else you want to say to our community, to our parents? I just want to, to thank our parents for, um, for supporting what we're doing and for caring um, about the district. I want them to know that we're working hard for their kids, and I want them also to know that we're that we're here. And most of all, right now, um, I'm hearing our teachers, our principals, our central office staff say we want to know what our children need. So. Um, if someone, if, if you're listening right now and you say, well, they need to know this, you can always email me personally. It's diane.frost at cisd.org. And I'm glad to try to um, provide access to people or information or resources that our parents need. We need to know what, what our parents are looking for and what our children need. So um, if you come up to the breakfast or lunch tomorrow, please don't be shy about talking to the people there and saying um, that you need certain things. Some of our parents have um, let us know of resources that they're looking for, and we got those right out to them. And I know that you, you probably think, well, oh, they have 6,000 kids. They don't have time for me. We have time for every parent. And if we get a large, large number, we'll just make you aware that you know, we're really busy. It'll probably be tomorrow. But we want to be accessible to our families. Um, our teachers care about and then love their kids. I've had our teachers say over and over, we have to go back to school because I didn't even get to tell my kids goodbye. Um, they're feeling a loss, um, too. They, um, they didn't get to have that closure at the end of a school year. So I just want our families to know how much that um, we truly care about them and that we want to be that resource. But in order to make us aware um, sometimes of what those needs are, we hope that they will email us or call us and let us know. And again, my email address is Diane, D-I-A-N-E, dot Frost, F-R-O-S-T, at CISD.org. Okay, and Dr. Frost, can you say, can you give a, a message to the class of 2020 
because I know that this is a this is a very a very trying year for them. I mean, they're the class of twenty twenty. Can you say something special to them? You know, the class of twenty twenty is a very special class, and we have asked to go through some, some tough things and just thinking about what the end of the year will be like for them. You know, they have their hopes, their dreams of prom. It's so special. Um, they're looking at graduation, um, such a, a highlight, one of those times in your life that you look back on um, when you're um, much older, and one of those special, very special events. Um, we hope that this um, passes by and that we're able to have prom and graduation like they always dreamed that it would be. Um, so I guess if I was going to say something to the class of 2020, I would tell them to be strong and to be united and to um, continue to look forward and to live their dreams because um, they can't look at this as the end or as a negative. Um, they have to look at this like many other things that we have in our lives that happen and something that they overcome. And the most important skill, I think, in life um, for, me, for most of us is when something happens, it's if it you can't control, um, all you really can control is how you react to it. So I just encourage them to continue to be positive, um, continue to be a tight, close class. Um, there are wonderful, caring, brilliant kids in the class of 2020. I've known them since they were in and they're just a special bunch. And I, I just hate that they're having to go through this um, personally. Um, but I know that um, they will continue to stick together and they'll continue to care about each other. And that's the most important thing with those relationships is those relationships that they have formed over the years. And I just hope that they always hold those dear to their hearts. All right. Well, Dr. Frost, I really do appreciate you taking the time to be out, to be on um, Can Girl Speaks podcast. You, I, I really uh do believe that you are a great leader. Um, this is Women's History Month, and so I just want to give you your flowers while you, uh, while you got you on. You know, I just want to let you know that you are doing a fantastic job for our school district and also for our community. And just keep leading. Um, there's so many young ladies that young girls that look up to you, and you just you're very you're a great inspiration to our our, our young ladies and to our women. So thank you so much for being on Cannon Girl Speaks podcast. Thank you. I was very honored to be asked, and I hope I could invite it again sometime. Thank you so much. Good night. Thank you. Good night. So now we're going to speak with um, Kaylee Blaine. And um, I got to, well, I this is my actually my first time meeting Kaylee. Mm-hmm. And so um, la- on last night, I started seeing some Facebook posts that she was doing mm-hmm. on uh, last night. And it was um a group that she started on Facebook, and so Kaylee, if you can just tell the listening audience about the Facebook group, and it does it ties in what's what's taking place within you know with the coronavirus, and uh, just to just give us some in, some insight about the group. All right, well, thank you so much for having me. First off, uh, my name's Kaylee. I've been here in this community for most of my life. Um, I'm not from here, but I've adapted here, um, and I work with the YMCA. I'm the sports and aquatics director there. Uh, I saw a need last night while I was looking through Facebook. I saw so many posts about where can I find this? Where can I get this? What is the link for this? And I just thought, you know, we need to help our neighbor in this time and we really need to to meld together and to be a united front, a united community. 
And I thought the best way to do that, that I could do, the best change that I could make was to make this platform for people to unite and, you know, post the information that they have and reach out for help and help those that reach out. And it's called um, Neighbors Helping Neighbors in Corsicana in Navarro County, Texas. It's on Facebook. We started this group last night at around 7.30. Um, I really just thought it was going to be a small group of people that were going to come together and help me um, get some resources together for people in the community. But then it just kind of expanded way past what I thought. And um, the last time I checked, we had over 400 members. Wow. So, yeah, that's very exciting. And just over the course of last night and today, we have had so many posts Um I found this here. I can help you get this here. Here's the website for this learning site. And um, if you need anything, please reach out to me. And it's just so great to see the community members coming together and saying, we're going to do this together. You're not alone. I'm your neighbor and I'm going to help you. So Yeah, and I like the fact that you also had on there on that particular um, page about you know, restaurants at what time mm-hmm. they were, you yes. know, what kind of services they had mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, some of our local, you know, stores mm-hmm. and all that because it, it does help, you know, those that are out, you know, searching mm-hmm. and want to know, you know, hey, you know, what can, how can I go get some food or whatever, you right. know? And so, um, I mean, just for you to just do that and have mm-hmm. over 400 members from the time you started it, yeah. that is awesome. Yes, you know, it's that a means wild it's, ride. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's working, mm-hmm. you know? And so with you being um, a, a, a parent in the community, is there mm-hmm. any, you know, how are your kids handling, you know, what, what's taking place? Um, so my, my kids are very young. I have a six-year-old, a five-year-old, and a three-year-old. Um, my two oldest ones, my boys, I have one in pre-K and one in first grade. And they just miss school. Yeah. They just want to be with their friends. They miss practices. I mean, all these things that we've had to put on hold to make sure that we stay healthy, they don't understand. Yeah. So there's a lot of questions. Mama, what is this? Why is there no food on the shelves? Why aren't we going to school? How many days till we go back to school? And I'm just trying to reassure them that, yes, we will go back to school. This is not a permanent thing. Um, we're going to get through this. And how we're going to get through this is helping others. And so we've you know, been reaching out and I t- tell my kids, we might have to go do this or we might have to go give these people this. or, And they're like, okay, what can we do? And I really think that that should speak volumes to everyone in the community, that if our youngest people, our kids are willing to step up and say, I'm going to help my friends, then we need to do the same as the role models and the parents. So. Yeah, so um, how are you, how are you um, I guess, any other young people that you've come in contact with? Because, yeah, you do your your job is working with young people, yes. <laughs> you know, and so how, how are you responding to them? How are you reassuring them, you know, or how can, how can we as adults reassure our young people that you know what we're going to get through this because we some of us have been through you know different other you know i remember you know hurricane katrina i remember all that you know so yeah yeah, hurricane harvey so how are you uh, reassuring some of our other young people i mean our biggest thing right now is these kids feel like they don't have that normalcy that they're used to they're not going to school they're not going to practices they can't go over to their friends houses they can't you know go out in the street and play basketball and there's just this whole stigma going on right now where you don't want to go out because you're unsure you're uncertain and you don't want to be you know a call a problem so you you're staying in and um, just through the why in our organization we're doing so much we're doing everything that we can to make sure that this 
there's resources for people in the community. I mean, we're posting online uh, virtual practices for baseball and soccer, and yeah. uh, we're reaching out to the community members. We have the CISD coming out to the YMCA with the, the buses for food. And anytime I see one of our kiddos, because if, if you know me, if you're ever around me, your kids become my kids mm-hmm. and vice versa. We're a family. And so if I ever see any of our kids out, I'm like, you're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to be all right. Just keep pushing forward. Wash your hands, <laughs> you know, practice, you know, good hygiene. And they just really need to hear that from, from people that yeah, they look up to and they admire. Boys, mm-hmm. Yeah. Boys. So, um, Tell the tell the listening audience where they can find um, your group page. You okay. know, what's the best way to yeah. You know. So we are on Facebook. So if you go to the search bar, you type in "Neighbors Helping Neighbors Corsicana," um, it should pop right up. It's "Neighbors Helping Neighbors Corsicana" in Navarro County, Texas. Uh, you can join it. It's an open group. There's no you know restrictions to joining. And on that group, you're going to find all kinds of posts, um, what the grocery stores have at that exact moment, what we have a chain going on right now with all the closures and the drive through only and the dining rooms are closed and these stores are opening early for seniors. And um, so there's a whole post dedicated just to that. And that's a lot easier than having to type in Waterburger, are you yeah. open? Or Sonic, are you open? If you can just scroll through and see that. Um, we have people coming together saying, I'm going to put these care packages together and I'm going to send them out to you if you need them. I've had multiple people, single moms, um, families, individuals reach out and say, I can't find food mm-hmm. and I don't have any. Yeah. And I'm, well, well, let's get together. Let's figure this out because you can't go hungry. Yeah. You're my neighbor. You're yeah. going to eat. And so that's just the sense of community that we found just in this group. And I never imagined that that's what this would be. Um, so it really, brings joy and it should bring joy to everyone that the community is coming together right now so Kaylee I really um, appreciate you taking the time out to be on Cannon Girl Speaks podcast and so I always give my my guests uh, a a space to give shout outs to anybody out there in in the listening audience so anybody you want to give a shout out to I mean yeah I mean everybody in the community I'm really proud to be a a member of Corsicana right now I'm really proud of all the organizations that are coming together Um, especially my home organization the YMCA I'm just I'm so grateful for them and I'm thankful for them and all that they do Um, not just in the community but in my life as well Um, obviously my husband and my children and my family and then um, the Corsicana YMCA premier baseball board uh, specifically that I shout them out so (laughs) here's your shout out guys they are we are all working hard to make sure that we get back to normal all of our sports committees we're all working really hard to make sure that this gets back to normal all right so well i want to just say thank you again mm-hmm. and um we're going to try to get this pushed out a little earlier than sunday aaron so <laughs> just because um yeah. it, you know i want i want our listening audience to hear dr frost yeah, i want, I want the community to hear I you right you know yes and so um with that being said mm-hmm. um Thank you so much um, for being on the podcast and thank you so much listening audience for listening to Cannon Girl Speaks podcast. And we will get through this. We will, um, yes. we will get through this as a community. Uh, we just need to come together and like I said, help each other out. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like I said, if you need to reach Dr. Frost, she, she reached out and gave out her email address. Um, mm-hmm. Kaylee, you can find her on um, the on Facebook. Right. And um, of course, you can also reach out to Cannon Girl Speaks podcast Absolutely. and I'll give you, I'll direct you to wherever resources I can find to help you. So, but that, but that being said, I want to wish everybody uh, a blessed uh, night and just have a, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you.
Can a Girl Speaks podcast is recorded at Shred Shed Studio. Shred Shed Studio, where you get big city production at small town prices. Recording, mixing, mastering, guitar instruction, production, and songwriting. Find out more at shredshedstudio.com or email your inquiries to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at shredshedstudio.com. The premier music studio in Corsicana, Texas.